don't make me do the... Fine, we're just doing the what are you looking forward to in 24. I don't even know what the fuck is coming out in 24. But I'm so. not. I'm just trying to cling on to life like it's the last hand on a boulder. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's oh. hard. Uh, <laughs> like Sisyphus, I am bound to hell. Well, he has a job Wait. at least. He has a task. <laughs> He's going somewhere, man. <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today is Thursday, January 4th, 2024. Oh my god, the number keeps going up. And we're your hosts, Tom DuPont, Zach Mayer, and Trey Esmond. Where is Ruley? He's dead to us. As per tradition, here on the QQ Cast, Raul skips and is dead to us. And this, dear listener, is Quest 315. Can we QQ review 2023? Gentlemen, another year gone by. We couldn't think about what to talk about because we're like, are we looking forward to 24? No, it's an election year. Fuck this year. So, uh, fuck it. Let's look backwards. Uh, it, it was it was a good year, I would say, for, for media, specifically. Games, movies, TV shows, because basically the pandemic drought dumped mm-hmm. out into yep. 23. So Ooh, as Everything a, came out. The, right? dam bro- the dam broke. So as a, as a starting point, a jumping off point for the conversation, you guys seem to agree with that sentiment about media in 23. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was an amazing year for video games, just in general, especially. Um, we did get a bunch of movies that everybody was looking forward to. There was a bunch of shows that came out. Um, we still had a writer's strike, but that seemed to resolve well. That took it a did. long fucking time. That that one did resolve, right? It did. Like, I'm not I'm well, not. There was, a, there was the writer's strike, and then... SAG-AFTRA. Well, well they, they, got, they got support. They got backed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, everybody's everybody's everybody remembers the last writer's strike. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you need to give these people what they want. It, everybody's like, no, but but ChatGPT, the AIs are gonna write all our scripts now. We don't need writers. And everybody's even close to conscious is just like, no, pay them. <laughs> And in the end, I, I believe they more or less got everything they wanted. So, like, Hollywood was shut down for six goddamn months, and it ultimately the, the bean counters were like, well, fuck it, I guess we lost all this money for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, their big deal was, like, the whole streaming revenue stuff, right? Because, like, everybody was getting residuals except writers, and they were I, being treated as gig workers. I think that was one of the instead big of, Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly the so. playbook. I mean, no one, uh, everyone was like, yep, 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 that's that's what they do, right? That's the holiday. It's like, how can we take, yeah, how can we take uh, Uber's business model and apply it to production for television shows? More or less. And so, like, you know, as usual, like, I'm happy uh, that the Strikers won. Uh, and hopefully we don't lose a bunch of good things as a result. I mean, I, I am concerned that 2024 is media is, or 2024 to 2025, right? It's, it's that delayed thing is kind of screwed because of the strike. So I feel right, like we got out right. of a, the COVID drought, we and now we're going to go back into the drought. We haven't paid that debt off yet, right, no. as you say. Mm-hmm. Which, again, yeah. to be very explicit and very clear, I am also very in favor of the people in the strike, and that they got what they, they wanted, what they deserved. I would use that word. Um, so this is not this is not me filing a complaint. It's just trying to make, make a, an objective observation of, who are we going to pay for this later? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a price worth paying, but you're right. Um, I think that's going to be true in a lot of ways. 2024, the vibe, and probably talk about this more in the what are you looking forward to, but the vibe seems to be like, 
it's either going to be the tipping point away from the abyss or into it because uh, we've been like leading up to just an absolute shit show for a while and things have been not great in 2023 at least as far as media is concerned um, and a bunch of other stuff but like broadly uh, the working landscape in media uh, went through massive shifts like all of the strikes and that's not just localized to media people have been unionizing and striking at record rates and now we either keep that momentum and good things happen or we lose it all and it all falls apart but either way 2024 is going to be a hold your breath year <laughs> you know what that's a great way of putting it i love that politics uh economics but think of it this way like sometimes when things do fall apart the last big writer strike we got dr horrible sing-along blog so you know sometimes <laughs> when things go to shit you still have a good time <laughs> for sure for sure uh, uh all right so gentlemen yep. i oh i should turn my phone off so i don't get beeps all over the goddamn audio track um so okay i pulled up uh when you do research as we do i pulled up <laughs> metacritic to find uh, the highest rated movies games and tv shows of 2023 Ironically, I don't even know a lot of the stuff at the top. This is great. So I think it's way more fun to just be subjective about this as opposed to uh, objective with, with critical aggregators and bullshit. Uh, let's just go around the horn. Do you want to start with shows, games, movies? What do you want to do? Uh, movies are an easy target. Let's do those. Movies. All right, Zach, you volunteered. What's a movie that you... Uh, it's a, This is an open-ended review show. A movie you watched in 23 and want to talk about how it was either good or bad. If you were indifferent, then why the fuck do you want to talk about it? Oh, you think I watched movies in 2023? God damn you. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Now, so we're um, about hallucinations? What now? Totally. DVDs? I mean, VHS? I, I saw the Porno? Barbie movie. Porno. That was a good one. The Who, the who what? The Barbie movie? Oh, Barbie? oh yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, Barbenheimer. I know I didn't see Oppenheimer. I haven't seen that yet. So I've seen Oppenheimer. We could probably just talk across <laughs> each other about these two. Do it. I've seen neither, so do it. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, Barbie was great. It so people, was. So, so uh, at Oppenheimer, people get freaked out. <laughs> and hey, that happens in Barbie too. You know about a bunch of stuff that a lot of it doesn't matter. Turns out. Yeah. Somebody called Barbie a fascist, and she gave the textbook definition of the word. It's like I don't control the train schedules or the flow of commerce you know what that that was pretty much uh, you know it, maybe orthogonal but uh, related uh, <laughs> uh yeah yeah did we get a new john wick this year was it this year i like how you're ta- 2023 yeah john wick chapter four. Oh, the, t- good. The, the tone of your voice was just you tapping up a vein like i hear the bell tightening like did, did we get a fix is it happening <laughs> yeah <laughs> God, am I due? Is 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 it coming? Is my man waiting? <laughs> yeah, oh. no. John Wick, Chapter Four. Uh, when did that come out? That was in March. Okay, no wonder I don't remember it. Right. It was fantastic, ah, whole... though. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I no, I mean I remember the movie. Yeah. Just don't remember actually seeing it. I would I would say, and let me know if you agree. I would say that the John Wick series peaked at three, but I still loved four. Four was still great. And Donnie Yen stole every goddamn scene he was in. Agree. Agree. Yeah. No. Donnie Yen is is the goat. He's oh, he was so good. Fucking fun on screen. Oh God, yeah. Trey, have you seen any of the John Wick movies? Yes, of course. I've seen well, at least the first two. And uh, 
they're fantastic. Uh, I I enjoy the video game aspect of them, uh, where it's sort right. of like this world building. We're gonna lead in. There's like a safe zone. You can go you know, save your game, rest, reload your bullets. Like that just calls to me. Uh, and uh, I don't know, and it works. You know, uh, the right actor, the right vibe, the right tone, always totally on. And and somehow uh, Keanu, like Keanu, is such a unique and weird actor, right? Because somehow he just makes John Wick work. Like, this isn't Oscar-worthy material, but somehow when he walks into a room and goes, Winston, you just like, that works. That was, I nailed it. Next take. Yeah. No, uh, absolutely agree. And I think it's a lot of, a lot of those movies are him having fun. And, like, because he was doing three-gun competitions for a while. Yeah, that was just him. They right? were like... That, that was his, like, Saturday. <laughs> yeah. No, and so he's like, how can I turn this into a movie? And then they're like, hey, we got this pitch. It's John Wick. Some guy, somebody killed his dog. And Keanu Reeves is like, oh, that's that's a terrible thing to do. You can't do that, man. No. You no. can't do that, man. You get your textbook, you, you don't let how do you establish a villain? You have him hurt an animal. You don't let that stand. Man, you get your ass killed yeah. for that. <laughs> And that was it. That was the whole. I mean, like they had it sold, and not just to the producers, but to me and uh, you guys as well. I assume. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I yeah. mean, they're such they're such complete popcorn flicks, and they lean into that so hard and so well, and it's just very appropriate. Anyway. So fucking lootly. All right, John Wick uh, Four was on the list. That was good, uh, gentlemen. We are we are not talking about maybe the most important musical to movie event ever. Musical. Musical. Musical? Musical. Susical? <laughs> Do tell. Trey, there was an entire set of eras that were played on this stage. Oh. Put into <laughs> theaters. <laughs> yeah, the Taylor Swift bit. The eras tour, man. They put that in theaters and that shit was selling out just like the goddamn concerts. People were I mean, ravenous. that. So people are always going to buy overflow tickets. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's uh, this, this, there's a hype train. Was... Everyone wants to be on that. I mean, I you know, yeah. I don't blame you people seen for Taylor being Swift? Hu- I want to be on that. Right, humans. <laughs> I the the thing that kills me about that. Well, there's a lot, but one of the things. Um, so this was like pre-recorded stuff. They released this after the tour finished, and they put it in theaters. Um, lots of people, like yeah, it sold out. Lots of people went to see this thing. Uh, it did absolute fucking gangbusters i can't remember what it was up against um maybe it was the avatar sequel that came out this year didn't it oh yeah i forgot about that too <laughs> didn't see yeah it. yeah it's just like the first one i forgot um when that was but Ten it was years ago. yeah the the taylor the eras thing even the people that saw it were like it wasn't great it really it, it wasn't that good um still did really really well because that's that's who taylor swift is everywhere that she goes she just gives a massive economic boost people but, uh, people are theorizing that like next year everyone's going to be burnt out on her and i look i know that like you know the american populace has the attention span of a fucking goldfish but i somehow doubt she's going to burn out in one year like i anyone anyone well i mean yeah. she, she, she's sort of like the uh the trump of pop music <laughs> you <laughs> i just populist. vomited in my mouth I'm going to kick you off this goddamn I'm podcast. I'm sorry so. for being right. Fuck you. <laughs> I apologize. I, I mean, like, I'm going to, like, get on the floor and bow deeply because, like, Correct. I mean, I'm right. She bow can read to the, your swift she, She's a surfer who rides the waves of the media cycle so well. God, that's so hot how smart she is. 
<laughs> yeah, no, she's ridiculously smart because my favorite thing about the Eras movie is how she did an end run around AMC and the other like uh, yes. movie theaters. Yes. Just, or not AMC. She went with and worked with AMC directly rather than going through a production cycle. Like they made this thing and sold it directly to theaters without a middleman, which is not something that you do apparently. But no, she's her whole and everybody was like, so she can piss him off, yeah, and it doesn't. Her matter. whole career has been yeah, her exactly. finding out that, like, if she could, she should, and so she does, and it's amazing watching this happen. Yeah, True. no, watching, it's awesome watching these horrible uh, media execs get cucked hard. Is uh, I'm here for it. I think the yeah. only person who might be a better entrepreneur than her is Amarath. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Okay, cool. We're not going there then. Sorry, sorry. Back to you, Zach. Uh, no, that was it. Like, I, I. I like a lot of Taylor Swift's songs when I hear them, but I don't seek them out for my own personal enjoyment. I don't really do that with music in general, so that's not really anything special. But, like, I have a lot of fun following Taylor Swift's shenanigans. Uh, the whole thing with uh, Travis Kelsey, is it is that his name? I, I think so. Uh, is just wild to me because it's it's absolutely it's it, it's got to be contrived like so much of of that relationship or at least the reveal of it is purely to drive engagement from her fans and her conspiracy theorists that are stalking her every move or, or she just on likes boning drop. a quarterback dude i mean like that's I, totally legit I don't, too i yeah I, well <laughs> and i believe that that's a significant part of it but the way that they went about introducing that relationship to the wider world was just fantastic. It was yeah. so much fun to watch. I, I love a good reveal. Yeah. So on that point, we have <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, my, my girlfriend, Corey, is really into Taylor Swift. She loves Taylor Swift. Uh, I had to talk her out of buying concert tickets because that would not have been a good idea. Um, and one of the things that she had pointed out, though, is that it's funny. People have actually gotten pissed off at Taylor Swift about like, oh, you know, you keep going to the football games and all they'll all the media will talk about is you. And it's like, dude, she's literally just going to a football game. Like, I don't know. Blame the media outlets. Why are you mad at her? Like, it's not like she was like, hey, look at me. I'm going to have a parade up to my bo-. she went to a box, drank a beer and watched a football game. And so that, mad at her. that's the 40 chess. That was beautiful, right? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, you well, and it was great up. for the NFL. <laughs> yeah, they, it was so great oh, yeah. for the NFL because they everybody's the, like, yeah. they booked the shit out of it. ESPN was thrilled; their 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 views went way up. Like, oh man, <laughs> MLS got messy, and then the NFL was like, "Hold my beer, mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Taylor Swift." No, I'm sure like the entire International Hockey League is over here being like, "All right, guys, <laughs> you guys need to be more handsome and charming. We need we need pop stars <laughs> to be your dates." <laughs> can you get? Can you please get Cardi B to a hockey show? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, uh, that wasn't a name? pitch. I was, I was I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be good for hockey? God damn it! What's her name? Um, Nicki Minaj. Oh no, yeah, fuck, get Nicki Minaj into a hockey show. Oh yeah, my God, yeah, that'd be, be great. Amazing. Right? The contrast would be yeah, excellent, perfect. All right. The problem fuck. is, do you know any non-white hockey players? Have you seen Canada? Do you? Mm. I'm not going to touch okay. this. Okay, fu- fuck this. <laughs> Moving on. Trey, I see a movie here that I know you saw in 2023. Okay. A little studio made a movie about a boy. How do I not give away the title of this? God damn it, you just saw it. You just did. Is it Tetris? Uh, it's the boy in the hair, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. Is it Tetris? Te- was Tetris 23? Because Tetris was awesome. Yes. Oh, fuck. I'll come back and talk about that. Trey, the boy in the heron. How was it? Heron? Uh, heron? So... 
the heron just a bird man uh <laughs> no uh miyazaki did the thing that every every real artist does and retires then unretires thanks john williams <laughs> thanks miyazaki right right thanks right. jordan and it was excellent it was really excellent uh you know uh you retire, but you still have ideas. You come back with all those ideas, and they're all like more, more. Uh, what's the right word here? Condensed, compressed, distilled, and so distilled. It was, it I like was, distilled. It was yeah, distilled. There we go. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was really strong. Um, and you could tell that it was one of those. Where I was like, well, I mean, like if I'm if I'm willing to come back, I have all the power. And so like he he definitely called the shots on this one, and it was incredible. Uh, rumination on death, which is not something that I think that most people want to go to see a cartoon for, <laughs> but uh, worth it. Very worth it. Very worth it. Very beautiful. Um, very precious. So timely. Know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is not the only Japanese movie that that talked about Japanese culture and ruminating on death. Uh, supposedly, Godzilla minus one is actually really good. Did you guys oh, see that? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm really looking forward to seeing it eventually. Because I've heard the same things. It sounds like it's amazing. It's like, <laughs> what I've heard is that it's really just following one dude. And it's uh, the producers of this movie kicking this one dude in the nuts repeatedly for two hours. And then Godzilla shows up. So, yeah. And and uh, as I understand it, again, minor spoiler, I it's guess, not that I've seen it. But like, um, yeah, this is a guy who came back from World War II as a kamikaze pilot who like, didn't kamikaze and so everyone i can see trey's face right now so everyone like shuns him and he you know he feels horrible shame and guilt and then you know it, it again it goes from the depression post-world war ii into well i guess old school this is literally an allegory for the bomb this is an unstoppable force godzilla so i, I hear it's good i hear it's good i haven't seen it though mm-hmm. yeah th- yep. th- there's something about like having this whole like national ethos right sort of like a unity about like we are all going to go and do our very hardest until we either like win or die and then you go oh shit um (laughs) maybe we could die that would be bad uh and you have to like sort of (laughs) confront that and i love the way that that can be subverted though and again both films in a similar way where it's like okay uh we can eat death instead and i'm like that was a third route that i did not expect to happen uh again trying not to do spoilers here <laughs> but uh it, it it it's very interesting uh and and yeah i have not seen the godzilla minus one but uh the the, the trailer hinted enough and we'll put it on the list all right uh zach you reminded me of another japanese historical document that i did watch and loved in 23 uh the texas movie Ronan. what ah, also good no, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the Tetris movie. Uh, I know we talked about this again a year ago on the podcast, but if you haven't seen it, go to find the Gaming Historians episode on the history of Tetris. It's absolutely fantastic. And the movie, well, absolutely being a movie and, you know, playing stuff up and adding some some stuff, you know, followed up with the major beats that, that of that quirky, bizarre-ass story that it was just really, I don't know, fun I, and, and funny throughout the whole fucking movie. I, I had a great time with it. Um, has everyone here seen it? No, Trey ought to man out again. Yeah, yeah, I do recommend the Tetris movie. The only fucking problem is that I think it's only on like Apple streaming, so uh, you may or may not have to find it on a Plex server. Just saying. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. All right, we're uh, we've been moving through movies here. Do you guys have any other movies you want to mention from twenty twenty three? Or we talked about the uh, Barbenheimer. 
A couple honorable mentions. Um, sure. So across the Spider Verse, yes. Spider Man. Oh God, I forgot everything from this year. So that was very very fun and had a very fun uh, TikTok trend about canon events <laughs> that you can't interrupt. Um, then there was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did not in watch the that. new art style. I haven't seen it either, but it looks funny. Well, written too. by Seth Rogen, and you know whatever you think of Seth right? Rogen, he is he is a true nerd. Uh, so like I I thought it was cool they were putting him in charge of that. I didn't go see it. Yeah. I don't particularly care, but you know credit where it's due. Yeah. Well, and then um, there's one on here that I didn't see, I didn't even know about. Um, it's got an 81 percent audience score though. Uh, the Three Musketeers Part One, D'Artagnan. The fuck? Apparently, apparently part one of a two part Three Musketeers. Retelling. Okay, I so, love the huh? I love the ambition involved in this, <laughs> right? The audacity. So, but um, yeah, uh, new new Three Musketeers movie just dropped. Yeah. Who's in it? Hang on, da, 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 da. Francois Seville, Vincent Castle. Well, oh, I... that's why I didn't hear about it. It's a French movie. Uh, we. Well, of all the people to do Three Musketeers, the French. So, yeah, there's your foreign language pitch. Yes, D'Artagnan. Oh, I could not imagine what, who that should be played by. Um, clearly, the answer Probably. was... Probably. Who was the kid that played him in the American Hang version? on, hang oh. on, hang on. Uh, oh, I love I love that meme, uh, Zach, that, of... That, that, uh, that. There are three Antonio musketeers. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Well, fuck, oh, I don't want to watch should this have movie. Been the guy. God damn it. Well, well, yeah, oh, wait, he's man. not in it. God damn it. I, wanna, I would have watched it. it. I know. Fuck. Uh, I wanted to back up one second to Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Trey, I know that you are not uh, a big superhero guy. Totally fine. Totally understandable, especially in this day and age. I do recommend Into the Spider-Verse. It is fucking great. Um, so I would be gorgeous. all about I would be all about uh, Spooderman. But my, <laughs> my six-year-old and her uh, cousins are so about Spooderman, which I always felt disdain for, and now I'm <laughs> doubly down. Sorry. God damn it. Um, I will point out, Zach, I, I, I think we may have talked about this a year ago. Um, I Whenever I want to see something, I don't watch the trailers. I don't research it. I don't want to find Which out Which I love you it. for, by the way. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. And so with Spooderman here across the Spooderverse, <laughs> I... I showed up. I didn't know that there was going to be a part three. So when it gets to the end and there's a cliffhanger, I was so goddamn excited. I'm like, oh, my God, we got a third movie. All my friends were like, I was so pissed off. I wanted to see the end of the movie. I was like, I am the only one on this planet who is super excited about this. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, I don't want to pay 12 more dollars or whatever it costs. How much well, can a banana? How much well, can if a ban- you live in Texas, you lucky bastard. How much can a banana cost? <laughs> Here, go see a Spooder man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um and all this talk made me remember there's been so many movies the drought is over uh the fucking super mario brothers movie came out this year oh too. that's oh right. that one Jesus that one was Christ. fantastic okay yeah, yeah also so while i might uh look look down a little bit at uh my daughter and her her peers for watching <laughs> spooderman with such a an interest ah oh, the super mario movie it was amazing to watch it with her great. uh very fun very fun caught captured the characters in a way that was totally accurate uh and uh yeah no it's because uh uh you know miyamoto was involved with it that's why simple as that no i I know and uh, people gave it a lot of shit for like you know even as a kid's movie it wasn't very good and i'm like look it ain't exactly a pixar classic i grant you but like it was fun it looked great it It had all the mario shit it was artistically loyal to the source and the uh the, the 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 origin the, the focal point which was again like the creative output of one man which he was there and so it worked it was great 
Oh, and you know what? I, uh, uh, the the Peaches song was fun and fine, and I was happy when it trended on TikTok. Oh, Jack Jack Black was was yep. great. I thought, in truth, I thought most of the voice actors were just kind of okay, because like you know, Charlie Day's Luigi was good casting, but he's still Charlie Day. Uh, Seth Rogen, who we've already mentioned as Donkey Kong, is just Seth Rogen. But look, here's here's the compliment I'm gonna give the movie. Chris Pratt was fine. Oh, he didn't that's piss the, you off this time. Yeah, that's the highest praise I can give, is that I wasn't pissed off. Yeah. So, hooray! Yeah. Uh, so, and Kegel, Mike, Keegan oh, Michael Key, Kegel as Toad. So good. <laughs> imagine being, uh, yeah. imagine being cast, though, as Toad, man. That'd be really fun. <laughs> and I bet you Keegan Michael Key was genuinely excited. Like, can I play Toad? Let me play Toad. I want to play Toad. Let's play Toad. I mean, if I knew oh, when, I when and where the casting was, I would have gone out, you know. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, uh, it, it, shit, and so are... uh, again, I I enjoy it when actors and voice actors have a lot of input in the creative input, right, in the in a film. But sometimes it's nice to not really kind of let them just run away with things to the scenery and be a be, be the driving force. In this case, they were reined in just enough. It was yep. perfect. I I feel like there is some other major movie I'm forgetting, and I don't. Oh, Guardians three. Guardians 3, I would say, was the best of the Guardians movies. But then again, I wasn't the biggest fan of the first two. So I enjoyed Guardians 3, and I am hardcore. I am not joking you. I want them to hashtag release the Cosmo Dog cut. Because I want nothing but Cosmo Dog from that film. From your facial expressions, I feel like Zack saw the movie and Trey didn't. Yep. I still haven't seen it. Oh, it actually... I, I it know. Good. Zach's it's on my her. list. Zach's a good I bluffer. Really, I really liked the Guardians movies. They're probably my favorite from that phase of Marvel, um, and I'm happy that they're wrapping it up with a third. But yeah, no, I didn't get around to it, so yeah. I will see it. I'm looking forward to it, but yeah. yes. I understand, again, superhero fatigue. I understand Marvel fatigue. I share it. I I thought this was the best of the Guardians movies, and so that's my high praise, and Cosmo Dog is amazing. Anyway, whew, any other movies, or should we move on? Uh, one, one more, one more. Do recent, re- recent viewing. Uh, saw a uh, film uh, called Poor Things, which was... What? Poor Things. Uh, Poor fantastic. Things. I went into it because uh, Willem Dafoe, uh, in a Frank- Frankenstein uh, sci-fi fantasy kind of thing. Oh, and I have ended, heard of this. And it ended up being the most incredible thing. And I, I really can't talk too much about it because it was really good, but... Um, I, I encourage all of you that enjoyed films like Gattaca uh, to yeah. go and watch this and don't read about it. Okay. But it's like, it's like yeah, you know, Outer Wilds. Don't this, read yeah. about it. Just just go do it. Just go all right. Do it. Deal. Deal. It's on the list. Corey will be excited. All right. Whew. Good and fun. That was a lot of movies. All right. Trey, you got to answer the following question. Who is our sponsor for this evening? The official sponsor of this evening is Bullet Co., providing bullets for everyone who wants to kill everyone for all of time. That's a really dark way to start 24, asshole. It's been a dark start to 24. Oh, God damn Back it. at you, back at you, asshole. Uh, Zach, can you salvage this? No, he's right. We've already <laughs> had a school shooting. Oh, uh, I missed that. I was, I was I was mostly referring to the plane crashes and the tsunamis. They stopped and... reporting them. Oh, oh, I'm killing the happy music, and we're moving on for the <laughs> love of God in heaven. Let's let's do TV shows because I, mean, I feel like this isn't going to take very long. I, I mean, John Wick. Uh. Uh, <laughs> all right, TV shows of 2023. 
I think I can kick us off with something that, Trey, in the last episode, you were very mad at me for having not watched. It launched in January 15th of 2023. It has something to do with us. It might be the last. It was the very, very, the final ones of us. (laughs) There's no more after that. Oh, Zach, have you seen The Last of Us or HBO's The Last of Us? I have not. I did hear what? very good things. No, fuck you. I know. I know. No, I'm mad now. I get to be mad. <laughs> My arms are crossed. Yes. 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 Now there's there's just been a lot this year. Um. Yes. Now I do want to see it. I did. Like I said, hear good things. Apparently they did it justice. Um. I even heard specific things about particular episodes that I'm not going to repeat here, but made it sound even more awesome. So, yeah, no, it sounds amazing. I think it got a lot of credit for doing well and great. I got so nothing my, at it and see it. My, my, my two moments. Oh, my God. My, 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 my two <laughs> thoughts about this are basically just like this is what I we'd all hoped that something like The Walking Dead could have been. This was the real deal. They this are... was the actual uh, mm. gravitas, br- br- bringing mm. the stories, bringing the acting, bringing the uh, 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 the truth uh, about like when you know things get absolutely you know post-apocalyptic. And uh, I don't know. Uh, again, spoilers are really hard, so I can't get in, can't get into more detail. Moving on. Uh, so something I wish Raul were here because I, I hope he watched it. There was a TV show made or. I'm gonna, I don't know, do I call things television shows anymore? I don't know. There was a streaming show made, whatever, of Scott Pilgrim uh, Takes Off, an adaptation with the same voice cast as the live-action movie from a while back. But I guess it deviates, uh, at least in perspective, from the comics pretty quickly. Did either of you guys, because it was very well-reviewed, not sure who really would have or did love it, either of you guys watched Scott Pilgrim? I should have. I can't, I can't with Michael Sarah. Like, <laughs> he was in the Barbie movie as, like, a... Uh, sort of himself um which he always is because he's a hack uh, <laughs> he suck. was the reason he well he wasn't the reason he was a reason why the live action scott pilgrim fell really flat for me the other part of the original scott pilgrim that just did not resonate was the massive amount of sexism but Apparently they seem to, or at least I've heard that they've resolved a lot of the issues, and it's more like, uh, I forget the name of the guy, but whoever wrote the Scott Pilgrim comics grew the fuck up and changed it, and now that's what we have. See, I wish Ruli were here to defend this, because I I just don't know enough. Let me add something. Uh, This is the original Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. It's the one Edgar Wright film I've never watched. I love Edgar Wright. Oh, I love everything it. about this, and the, the the trailer looks amazing. I've learned about the source material, but I can't for the same reason Zach voiced. Oh, guys, guys, guys. I had to make a video game about it. <laughs> you what? Like a shitty browser game. That, that sounds like yeah. a, a Hideo Kojiro kind of thing. I was so mad I made a video game about it. No, I had to <laughs> for my job. Off, we were doing things about this. <laughs> we were doing fucking brand tie-ins for, uh, wasn't AMC Cinemark? And just absolute <laughs> fucking dog shit. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what the game was. It was a rebranded something or other, but it was a Scott Pilgrim themed game. It's a rebranded and... Flappy Bird. No, I yeah, mean, like, probably, honestly. The, o- the OG had uh, Anna Kendrick, Aubrey Plaza. Uh, these are 
actresses that I would totally love to see in these roles based on the sorts of material that I understand. And I still couldn't bring myself oh, to do it. J- Jason Schwartzman, um, Chris yeah, Evans. Yeah. No, it just it gets better and better. And yeah. stacked. And again, with one of my favorite directors of all time. Oh, he's amazing. Edgar Wright is so incredible. I've, I've seen him in person uh, at an really? Alamo Draft House viewing of... Uh, oh, yeah, Shaun of the Dead. He actually, we were in costume for it, and he, one of our friends got to go up and do a trivia with him. Uh, lo- love the man, love everything he's ever made, and I just, this one, because of, anyway. Uh, moving on. Uh, let's see here, I'm just, uh, if you guys want to throw out a TV show, by all means, I'm just looking through stuff here. So, so do it. Speaking of things that came from graphic novels, we'll say. This one's manga. Uh, One Piece live action. Either of you guys see that? I'm violently excited, but I have to. Please, <laughs> I, t- it's, t- titillate I watched me. two episodes so over stupid. someone else's shoulder on an airplane, because I'm creepy. It is, it is so stupid, and it's so much fun. But One Piece is so stupid and so much fun, so yes. That's exactly right. Like, it's... Uh, the guy... I, I, I can't even remember the name of the kid that they got to play Luffy. Um, he's so good as luffy in that live action show and like the the whole premise is just completely fucked it's just it makes zero sense and it makes even less sense that you would want actual people to do this like this is made for animation 100 percent. but this kid that they got is just so fucking likable i don't know they did a really really good job with that um Makes you wonder if like they were said, just screwing around and they were doing yeah. some casting and they were like, oh no, we got one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's probably almost exactly what happened. But yeah, no, it's, uh, gosh, it's nobody that I had ever heard of. This might be like the one thing that is finally in front of people, but uh, he was very, very good. Um, definitely a high point of watching the show was watching him on screen. And honestly, yeah, it's it's a ridiculous fucking show in the first place. Even the, the animated one is just stupid as hell. But the live-action one is just a really good time. It looked... Uh, I, I have nothing against this. It's Maybe it's fantastic. When I was watching it over that guy's shoulder on the airplane, it looked very, like, cheap. Like, all the camera, all the cinematography mm-hmm. was straight mm-hmm. on. The costumes, like... The, I, don't, I have no idea who the clown guy is. I was just like, did they Did they go to a... Uh, what, what's the damn Halloween place? Yeah, it, he's straight out of spirit. Yeah, there's... <laughs> And again, maybe it's fucking fantastic. I'm not saying otherwise. I just, I was kind of put off by that. That's, it's honestly part of the charm. That like, makes sense. It, it blends into the background pretty quick, and it just becomes another sort of running gag that the whole thing looks like it was filmed from, uh, in, like... In a spirit Halloween back parking lot? In a spirit, basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, there was a spirit so Halloween, stupid. there was a little kid's birthday that they had an inflatable pirate ship. We mm. made ourselves a TV show. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like the kind of TV show that we could have made ourselves. So, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so, gentlemen, I did not watch any. Oh, I, I, have I? When was it? I haven't watched anything since Mando Season 2. Star Wars. Star Wars, whatever. Star Wars. Uh, Ashoka came out P- this year. Pizza, I don't pizza rem- rolls. I got some yeah, pizza Yeah, I don't rolls. remember. What was the Gareth Edwards one? Uh, with Cassie and Andor. Oh, just called Andor. Was it Andor? Yeah. Did those... Ashoka came out this year. Did Andor come out this year? Was that a previous year? I don't fucking don't know. Don't remember if Andor was this year or 2022. I think it was the end of 2022. Yeah. Um, Andor is watch... my favorite. Andor is your... Yeah, did anyone watch any Star Wars? I haven't watched any. 
I watched Ahsoka. I enjoyed it. It was too short and went a little bit off the rails, I think, because the biggest complaint I have about it is the story that they were telling felt really compressed into the, like, six-ish episodes that they had. I don't mm. honestly remember. Um, it seemed like they needed a little bit more runtime to get to the end of that season, and they didn't have it. So yeah. that's that's the, the worst criticism that I have about it is that it started to feel rushed. Uh, but... Um, is it Zoe Saldana in that one? No, 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 no. It's not Zoe Saldana. It's uh, uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosario, yeah, that's it. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, no, she was great as Ahsoka, and I liked seeing some of the characters that were in the, um, I think it was the Star Wars Rebels animated yeah. show yeah. start to come on to live action. That was uh, satisfying, and I think they did a really good job with that. It was a fun time. I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of it, but it was it it, it scratched an itch. I wanted to see Ahsoka on the on, in live action, and I got to, and it was great. So, no, I, I didn't see it, but I always love something that uh, bills itself as EU and is expanding the universe. Mm-hmm. Give us give us some more side stories. Give us some more of the uh, the extra, the the more. You know. Yeah. Now it's um, Dave Filoni is just absolutely has the biggest heart on for all the eu stuff and oh dear god yeah because it's a place where you can like i'm doing star wars but i'm also making up my own shit and ahsoka is his favorite character by a long shot so it's yeah. literally his character yep all right last uh last uh mouse overlord thing to mention is um uh loki season two i i only watched loki season one this year thoroughly enjoyed it i haven't watched season two yet maybe watch season two we got a heart Got a heart from Zach. I know, Trey, okay. you're off the MCU train. That's totally fine. No, I get no, it. no, no, no. Uh, I love Wait, what? a Loki season one. Uh, so we have not yet had time to slot in season yeah. two. Sadly. Yeah, and it has Kiku Kwan. So, like, yay! So happy yep. to see him again. I'm really, really violently excited to watch it. We just, there's so much right oh. now. There is too much. Okay, I got two more things to mention here. Uh, one I haven't seen and one I have. So the one I have not seen is there is a fucking... Go- Speaking of Godzilla again, there's a fucking Godzilla series starring Kurt motherfucking Russell. Has anyone seen Monarch, Legacy of the Monsters? No, but I have heard weirdly good things about it. Same. It's fucking crazy. And Kurt... I have to keep saying it over here. Kurt Russell. Like, what? How did the fuck did they get him to do so, a Godzilla series? Yeah. Snake Plissken versus Godzilla like that's a, that's right up there with Mothra if you ask me fucking yes yeah so uh as I understand it one of the I'll use the word gimmicks of this show is that you know Kurt Russell used to be in the army uh back uh, the fudging the timeline a little bit right during the world wars when Godzilla first showed up so they have his son is it Wyatt Russell playing the younger version of him and then, of course, they have him playing the you know older version of him in modern times. And I think that's pretty cool. Clearly, his son is going to look like him, have that fucking Kurt Russell jawline. So that's one of the gimmicks. I hear it works. I don't know. Didn't they? They did that with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in, was it FUBAR? Is that it? What? Um, uh, I have no idea what you're talking see. about. Well, like, maybe, <sighs> I truly can't remember. I think it was... Arnold Schwarzenegger's in his show, and I'm pretty sure it's called Fubar. I have no idea what it's about, but I think his daughter is also in it. Interesting. She plays the uh, younger version of him. Yeah. Yeah, no, not exactly the same uh, thing, but uh, 
Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. Eh, oh. Don't take my word for it. I'll look All it right, later. honey. Say it the way I taught you. Get to the chopper! <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, last series I wanted to mention, um, because I still want to do a full Kiki review of it. I thoroughly fucking enjoyed it. Castlevania Nocturne. Okay. Yes. We're halfway through. Yes. No spoilers. No, no, no spoilers. But I'm loving it. Yeah, dude. It's great. Oh, I'm so hard right now. <laughs> Zach, are you hard right for you. Nocturne? So hard. Did you watch it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, I can't wait to keep you review it. It's uh, it's fucking great. Um, I think the natural question everyone's going to ask is, is it better than the original series? And I think it is different enough than the original series that I I don't feel the need to compare them. Um, Same. Yes. yes, apples, yeah. apples and oranges. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is absolutely Castlevania. I'm still absolutely getting my uh, anime vampire ass kicking fix. But Belmont it's... is involved. The family name. Yep. There's Belmont. There's a whip. Uh, you know, there's magic. It's it's great, and I just think they're doing enough different stuff. It is tonally different. It is paced very different. It is in a new mm-hmm. setting, and I just I have nothing but great things to say. I am absolutely stoked. They've if I'm correct, they have already renewed it for two seasons. We're going to get a two and a three. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. It, it tickles my scrotum in all the ways that I need. <laughs> and, I'm, and, uh, I'm not, and, and I'm not even finished yet. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yep, oh. yep, yep, yep. I think I'm, I liked Trevor better so far than uh, what's his name. But that's really the only comparison that I would yeah. draw to the first series. Uh, it's... You're, like you said, it's different, and I think yeah. with another season to go or two seasons to go, because he didn't really, he didn't really get going until like midway. Yeah, maybe even further the, than midway through. The the trio of characters in the original series is so fucking good, just so goddamn good. Yeah, um, which was a hook, right? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. The this the char- the cast of characters in the new series is much more is is much larger and more diverse, and again just very different and so yes man i miss trevor i miss sypha like it's they're they're fucking fantastic uh you know alucard's banter with trevor but it's again like it's not like this isn't it's just different this is very different i don't want to compare it side by side yeah so yeah fair all right moving on so i got a perfect segue into video games all right trey i am gonna let and and you zach because you you do this together I'm going to let you ramble for as long as Spanish Flea plays about a certain video game of your choice. Here we go. Hey, dear listener, this is another entry in the unfortunately recurring segment, the QQ Cast Rambles. So, three, two, one, let's jam. So, I've you been. Have one minute and 58 seconds. Go! Hard fucking addicted to uh, Hell Let Loose, which is a squad-based shooter uh, that basically requires you to talk to people and not be a weird uh, couch-shooting basement dweller. And it's amazing <laughs> uh, when people do coordinate. Uh, it turns out that you can be, uh, you know, lieutenant winners, uh, and, and in your own fantasy of your choosing, uh, usually you win. Sometimes you don't. Uh, and oh it's man! Very fun. No, it's 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 super cool how right they got the uh, the team based aspect of a game that is basically Battlefield, 1942. Yes, yeah, basically, uh, <laughs> like with a commander system from uh, 2142, and like it's just it's all the best parts of Battlefield rolled into one indie early access game. Um, <laughs> I was with, in a, with a lot of PTSD. 
It was so much PTSD. I was in a squad with a bunch of dudes, and uh, this guy, we started a game, like, right at the beginning, and we are all introducing ourselves, which is a thing that just happens. And uh, when you, this guy, When you, when you like, get in the truck to drive to the front. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just like, so, what are, you, what are you looking forward to after the war? I'm going to see my mom. And the guy gets his head blown off. Right, uh, right away. <laughs> no, this, uh, this dude, he's like, all right, well, I, I'll... Uh, I'll take on the officer position if nobody else wants to wants to get into that, and we'll we'll go from there. And, and everybody's like, "Yeah, cool." And he follows up with, "You know, I'm actually a captain in the actual army." <laughs> and everybody's like, "All right, man." And some other, some other dude pipes up. It's just like, "I'm a model on Instagram." You're <laughs> <laughs> just like, "Yeah, man." Check I that pussy. I got weight. <laughs> So right now, right now, your abs won't save us from these bullets. Uh, but this guy's gonna tell us where to crawl. <laughs> and time. All right, video games, gentlemen. We did the game awards as our last episode of 2023, and so I think I think we need to to mix this up a little bit. I think it needs to be honorable mentions, personal experiences, or games that weren't in the top of the line. Which means, Zach, I am so sorry. You can't talk about romancing. Uh, fucking everything that moved. <laughs> it's a sad face. It's a very sad face. BG uh, three was a um, was a so, hentai uh, game disguised yeah, as an I RPG. Will, uh, I'll kick us off with one that is a game I I went back to playing in 2023, right at the end, right at the very very fucking tail end of the year. That is Vampire Survivors. They've got uh, more patches, more content. I've gone back to it. Uh, we have now Corey and I've been po- tossing the controller back and forth. I fucking loved it when Trey and I played it at the beginning. Oh, shit. We did play it in 23. God damn. Hey, man. What is time? We were in so Canada or whatever. The and the end of the year. Fucking what a core game loop. You, you talk about core game loop first. What a fucking that, core game That loop. game, that game has an amazing loop. It's it's incredible, especially uh, when your your computer's fans are maxed out and there's just too many injuries to deal with because you have too many enemies on screen that you are still <laughs> killing efficiently. Uh, Zach, I know you've played it. We haven't really talked about it that much. Survivors, how much have you played? Not all that much. Um, I know what you're talking about. I get it. Um, I just have never been high enough, I think, to really <laughs> dive as deep as I think I would otherwise. Okay, so as a man who loves being super high, um, that game tickles my balls. Uh, yeah, sir. Yeah, you got it. Zach, you understand completely. You are a very, very, very smart. Um, when you really, when you really just relax into things uh, and find a way to like get over like the hill of like, yep, and now I have to deal with like a, these infinite waves of monsters I never thought I could kill. But if I relax enough and get the right power ups, min max the correct uh, auras. You know, life finds a way. It does. The, the other it thing does. that's a great, aside from again, the core game loop is just rock solid and fun and dopamine hitting like fucking hell. The other thing is that the progression in that game is actually kind of beautiful because you have no fucking idea how much stuff lurks in that game when you start. And mm-hmm. even 40, 50, 60 hours in, you'll unlock a thing and go, there's a code system? What the fuck is this? And okay. it's just... There's so much stuff hidden that it dishes out one fucking thing at a time. It's fucking deceptively brilliant. Sorry, Trey, go no. ahead. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, in Log 2, 
Uh, that's basically the progression. Like, like the, the hill is beautiful and perfect. <laughs> and as you cross each one, you think, I'm almost there. And no, but there's more. And before you know it, you know, you're locking up your computer because you're just killing too many guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, love it. All right. Love that, it. that was my, my first little honorable mention for, for 23. Zach, over to you. Um, Tell you about the romance game. Uh, I am all ears. So... It starts off on this nautiloid ship that you es- and you end up escaping, and then you go and you meet an alien lady, um, and then you fall down to Earth and you hook up with a vampire and a magician, <laughs> and then you go and save Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't talk about Baldur's Gate. That's what you were talking about. You fucking yes. asshole. Hold I'm on, sorry. I, ha- I have something. It's game for of the you. year for a fucking reason. <laughs> 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 it's basically what everyone hopes whenever they make that dating profile online. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, if we could just find like an alien awesome. and like a, you know. Oh, God fucking damn it. It was so oh. good. Trey, over to you. And you can't you can't talk about the thing that we're going to end with. You can't talk about that yet. You got to talk about something else. I don't know what you're going to end with. How are you going to finish, Tom? What's your plan? Trey, you both you know what both of us played in 2023. Fine, fine. Now. I'll 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 let you have it. No, no, uh, you, then, you actually, can. I'm just saying it's the last one. No, no, one. I, I have my own little thing here. Little you son of a bitch. Little, little son of a bitch. Uh, uh, so, and, but you were involved in it. Uh, Dave the Diver is actually yeah. really fun. It's really good. Uh, I never yeah. thought that I would enjoy being so fat and so underwater. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's it's adorable. It, it mixes up like a, a bunch of different uh, indie game genres, a bunch of, uh, you know, free-to-play and early access kind of things where it's like okay you're gonna uh you, you've got like a nes style water level which we usually hate but the, they did it great they made the, the the game loop is is is, is crisp it's perfect uh we mix that with a, a, a restaurant sim which is a very japanese thing stephanie has a couple of these she plays uh, where you play basically man and izakaya you're like over here like slinging uh various squid based products and stuff and trying to like please your customers with enough smiles uh and so it has that too and then the story is hilarious like there's a lot of character i don't know i've been loving it it's one of those like steam deck games where you play whenever you need to kill some time but then you realize that was what you should have been doing with the rest of your life <laughs> anyway and how, how much more have you played because i hear there's just more and more crazy mini games and genres built yeah in. no it just gets wild uh I've, I've i've played another probably like 20 hours after 20 30 hours after uh God we, damn. we cut off and yeah, uh nice. it just gets there's more things. My daughter keeps asking me about, like, what, what's going on? I'm like, baby, I don't know. Daddy isn't sure. I'll tell you what I figured at, out. Have you looked at or played Dave the Diver? I have looked at but not played Dave the Diver. You should. Yet. You should. Uh, next time you feel yeah. like masturbating, play that instead. <laughs> oh, well. I'll Same see itch. you guys later, then. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's, uh... That just happened. Um... Oh fuck. Okay, the other uh, the other honorable mention I want to I want to mention here is um, I I've really been enjoying Cobalt Core. Trey, you and I saw that when we went to PAX. We did. When it came out, and this is just so my kind of game. I love deck builders. I love spaceships and space shooters. I love pixel art, and I love adorable, hilarious, anthropomorphic characters that are funny as fuck stuck no, in it, a time it loop. Ha- it had me from across the con uh, the convention center. Like I was like, oh, this thing, Tom, come, come, come. come yeah, no, me. you called me over. I was like, oh, that looks so good. fucking cool. I, now I wish we had actually played it at the convention, but no, I picked it up. I've been uh, evangelizing that to my coworkers. 
Um, I have thoroughly fucking enjoyed Cobalt Core. Zach, do you even have a fucking clue what we're talking about? Not even a one. <laughs> Let me go look it up right now. Is it on Steam? <laughs> yes, absolutely on Steam. Oh, good. Well, that's that's see. something. What there you go. That's about twenty three. Is that the deck didn't release in twenty three? But good God, I transitioned almost all of my gaming to the deck in twenty three. Like ninety fucking five percent. If it's not Nintendo Switch exclusive, and even then, I haven't been able to play them because of my fucking hand. Uh, I have been on the deck almost entirely. Uh, Steam and CloudSync is incredible. I've been experimenting with Steam on Linux. It's flawless. I. Yeah, man. Goddamn, Valve. Just goddamn. You guys are beautiful. Yeah, so usually when a new platform comes out that I get invested in, it's mostly one of those, like, I'm trying to make it work, right? Like, trying to make Fetch happen. But the Steam Deck, it, it just made itself happen. And I, I find myself being all like, but I really want to play this thing, and I'm going to have to be on an airplane for 12 hours or whatever the fuck. And yes, please, God, Jesus. Let's, does it work? Is it, is it deck uh, uh, compatible? Uh, or, or the various grades of what uh, what Valve uh, uh, endorses? And also, if it's not, then I will gladly go and try different versions of Proton until it works. Yes. That's been one of my lines yeah. for, for anything uh, this year is like when someone says something is good or something is this or that, I'm just like, but is it deck verified? Is it verified? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was what I was looking for. Is it verified? Uh, is it is it safe? You know, like is it is it a uh, 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 drug and disease free? You know, like can I play this and enjoy it without any reservations? Uh, all right, Zach, back no. to you. Any other uh, gaming honorable mentions? Why does this look like a My Little Pony game? Because it's cuter. <laughs> it's even it. cuter than that. Especially <laughs> when Riggs pulls out a gun. I have a gun. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> all right no i i need to play this a sci-fi roguelike deck builder with deep new single axis spin on tactics games uh yeah no i'm in it's, uh, a, it's a ton of fun give it, it a shot felt, it felt good from like 45 meters away and i thought okay no that's excellent yeah um i'm gonna do a twofer because i'm not sure that either of you care about them do and it. that is star wars jedi survivor the sequel to I wish I the Cal Kestis ori- original, it's it's fine. The first one was fun. Um, I liked the and first one. I played that. Yeah, it was it was it was nice. It was short. It was um, you know had it, it had a good mouthfeel. Um, second one is a lot more of the same. Not sure if it's too much more. Honestly, like mm-hmm. it's longer, and I'm not sure that's better necessarily. But like the story was good, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. So there's that. Uh, the other one that I want to just at least give a mention to because I liked it and I understand all of the criticism about it is Starfield. (laughs) Um, now you played that after Baldur's Gate. I did. So here's the million dollar question. If you'd have played it before Baldur's Gate, would you have thought better of it? At the time that I played it, I probably would have. Yeah. Poor, after play, after playing Baldur's Gate 3 and then playing Starfield, my first thought after I really like had spent like a couple hours in the game was, man, I wish this was Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> <laughs> the writing was just so much better in Baldur's Gate 3. And that's the, one of the many criticisms that you could level yeah. at it. I think the biggest thing that most of it boils down to is that uh, Bethesda was playing it very safe and they were leaning a lot on their past success. They basically said, hey, if it worked then, there's no reason why it shouldn't work now. They're not entirely wrong, but for 
one of the most anticipated releases of their tenure as a development studio. It just didn't take any risks. And yeah. that's that's not a good look. It also had a bunch of bugs because Bethesda, yeah, but you know, at even least it's gotten updated. Yeah, and at well, least yeah, it's got we, an updated we, engine. We, we but... used to forgive the risk or the bugs because of the risk. We say, ah, Fallout 3, oh, you're so insanely weird, and I can't believe you guys made a first-person shooter. Uh, and it's buggy as hell, but like, oh my god, Nuka-Cola. Yeah. It worked. Absolutely. They had a lot of goodwill that I think they probably burned through. Well, they so burned they... through most of their goodwill with Fallout 76, which I hear is better now, six years later. But... Um, they at least They've spun that of... as a they they spun that as a non mainline game though. This is a mainline game. Yeah. Actually, yeah. do you do you think that game cannibalized this game's ability to try risky things? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they I, at least the stories that you hear about what was going on at Bethesda while they were making Starfield is they're just kind of sucking their own farts, uh, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> they're drinking their own Kool-Aid and believing that they know best, despite any evidence to the contrary. Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, I've worked so, at uh, some legacy game studios. I may know that feeling all too well. Yeah, the only reason yeah. you drink your own Kool-Aid is if that's your fetish. I mean, like, come on, guys. Right. So, I don't know. I, I still had fun with Starfield, but I kind of went into it knowing that it was going to be at least half-baked. Okay, so real quick question. Compare this to uh, Cyberpunk, another AAA offering by a legacy studio that had been having, you know, big hits for a long time uh, and fell short of the mark. Uh, Similar problems, different problems? What do you think? I think really different problems. I had more fun in the first version of Cyberpunk than I did in Starfield. Okay. Okay. because I, so, I, did, I did play that at the same time you did, and I had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I did have a lot of fun with it, and I still need to play the the patch 2 with Phantom Legacy. Uh, it's very high on my list. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, I went in with a lot of, I wouldn't say high expectations, I'd say realistic ex- ex- expectations of Starfield, and, you know, the bar was pretty low as far as I was concerned. Like, it was the kind of game that I wanted to play, releasing at a time when I wanted to play it, which counts for a lot with Sure. Me. Yeah, yeah. So, timing, timing is everything. Yeah, it, it gets... Uh, I, I can forgive a lot just based on that. My hope is that they'll do something with it and it doesn't just, like, get a horse armor DLC or something. <laughs> um, because I think that a lot of the space, core no, no, of Space it Cowboys, is good. I might fucking play that, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> well, they do have those. Um, there's the problem. One of the problems, I guess, maybe you can call it that. Um, there isn't really any, like, there, there aren't vehicles, like, that you can drive around on the surface of a planet. Uh, yeah, you get a spaceship that you only sort of kind of fly. Yeah, uh, a lot of the game is loading screens, which is sort of a turnoff. But mm. you know, even all of that aside, it has a lot going for it. And if they can take that and turn it into something worthwhile, I think it'd be worth spending the time on. Uh, and it would probably make a lot of money. And you see the. You see the other success stories of that, like with Hello Games and uh, Help Me Out. What was the name of that game? Can't recall. Uh, fuck. Why can I never remember the name of that game? 
anyway, and uh, Cyberpunk. I'm sure there was another one that I'm also forgetting. Oh, are you think talking about um, spaceship game? Yeah. No Man's Sky. No, no Man's, Man's Sky. Sky. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, No Man's Sky is is the 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 absolute yeah best example of uh, call it rags to riches as far as like having an awful release and then redeeming itself. You know what's it funny? It still sells amazing well for their tiny little studio and that one game and all the free DLC that they get they've just been yeah. making money off of original purchases well, you know what's for funny here 10 years Trey Trey just said a moment ago like you know we all collectively were willing to forgive Bethesda's bugs because they were taking risks because they were going to do new mm-hmm. things and having not played any of these games correct me it feels like you know uh Starfield wasn't taking real big risks as opposed to both No Man's Sky and Cyberpunk did now they swung the fuck out on their first time up to the plate, but then went around again, connected with the ball, and, and earned everybody's respect. But I feel like they were taking risks. And I feel like that's worth pointing out as opposed to Starfield. Yeah, we're just gonna yeah. Say it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, like uh, definitely uh, CD Projekt Red uh, with Cyberpunk took a lot of risks. And I love that game, the original release version, for its flaws, for being bonkers for being completely bug fuck nuts and it worked so even even though like i mean yeah like yeah from a from a triple a like landing well consumers love it in the way that like they want to they feel the way they want to feel kind of thing like, yeah i don't know it's all it's full of bugs it was, it was full of issues um but like if you you could see that they were like they did not hold back and uh, i think that was really important now sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't in terms of like actual you know long-term critical and commercial acclaim but like are you mm-hmm. uh yeah, no I, I i think that like, if you if you want your your triple a follow-up to be uh remembered <laughs> you should be brave yeah no definitely the um the biggest criticism of the cyberpunk release yeah there were bugs but those were bound to happen and yeah some of the story beats were a little weird but Come on, it's a huge RPG. The biggest complaint, the biggest unifying complaint was that they didn't deliver on what was promised. And part of the reason that I really enjoyed it was because I didn't know what was promised. I got <laughs> what I got. I was super stoked about it. Yeah, man. Now they've I, come I, back I, with I, I, the I, new I, patch I, and everything and seem to address that. So that's that's great. Starfield didn't promise anything exactly. They were very vague about what exactly they were going to build in the first place, so it doesn't exactly have that problem, but I think the expectation was still that it was going to be a Bethesda RPG on a new engine, and that that would mean different in good ways, but it is the exact same Bethesda RPG that they've been making for 20 years, and that was why it fell the most flat. Like, it's got some good things going on. The procedural generation that they do is legitimately pretty good as far as procedural stuff goes. Like, they've got a whole modular POI system that can be expanded, according to them. Um, if they don't capitalize on it, then it's just a really sad, mediocre release. If they do, maybe it has some redemption down the line. But who knows? All right, we need to move on. Trey, uh, get your last honorable mention in, and then we'll close out the games with uh, The Thing. Uh, there was that ridiculous Outer Wilds DLC. That Son of a bitch. 
So my daughter doesn't let me let me talk about that after the sun goes down anywhere because of fear. <laughs> because she just worried that one of these deer people will blow her lamp out forever. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, this game is one of this dlc is one of the scary this was 2023 right it was released like this last year right i actually don't know if it was released or not i'll check it might i don't think it was released okay we experienced it this year and yeah. uh <laughs> it is one of the scariest moments uh, scariest bits of gaming i've ever i've ever gone through and i've i i enjoyed the Silent Hill games as a child, I thought they were wonderful, and I I didn't have a worry about going into the mall where uh, you know other people's uh, sexual trauma was trying to kill me physically. But this game with its dear people blowing your goddamn lamp out, man, it's really scary. Oh fuck! Uh, so Outer Wilds was 2019. The expansion was actually all the way back in 21. But yeah, Trey, you and I played it in 23. Um, it is now one of my absolute favorite games of all time. It was a borderline transformative experience and, a, and storytelling what I can feel and experience in a game. And yes, the expansion is a very different game and wonderful in its own right. Um, talk, talk about uh, uh, swinging for the fences, trying something new, and, and like just being totally creative, right? Not saying, not saying conservative, yeah. not being uh, uh, careful about what you release next. And Love twice it. swung for the fences and hit the grand slam twice because oh, yeah, I, I, I feel know. that good about the expansion. Well, so you know, think about every uh, you know big artist you ever loved. Their second album is always like playing it safe and boring and kind of whatever. No, no, these no. fools were thinking no. They went all in. It was great. It made me reread Rendezvous with Rama. So Zach, I know you've heard us ramble about it before. Again, we really can't if we say anything about Outer Wilds, we ruin it. Like it's. Okay, how about this? We, we we need to uh, capture Zach and place him in a safe room, and then make him play this in front of us. Oh, with, yeah, with no. The... If you if we want to do streaming nights where Zach, you play Outer Wilds, and we just shut the fuck up and watch. Oh my mm-hmm. god, dude, I'm so into it. I'm I can be so, real so, quiet so and I'm both. I can be both quiet and sober just to see this for you. Know, Damn, your, to experience can't pass that up. To experience oh, your experience. Man. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, I can probably commit to that this month. All right, we're gonna Sweet. make this fucking happen. Okay. Yep. Gentlemen, uh, cool. That'll be fun. Uh, maybe I can record it and do a bonus podcast or some shit. I don't know how the fuck I would edit that. <laughs> but, all right, this is running long. Let us get to, uh, real quick, let's get to the news. Good news, everyone. Great news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. You are? All right, gentlemen, let's just burn through some of the headlines that I've got here, uh, and then we can we can do, I got one trailer for us. So, Zach, one of the ones uh, you posted here, cognitive trainings using video games might increase subjective well-being of individuals with depression. Specifically, the recent study was done with Super Mario Odyssey. I guess that's the answer. I didn't play that game, and that's why I'm a depressed fuck. Uh, What's the deal with this article, dude? So, um, you guys familiar with the, the, I guess, general vibe of cognitive behavioral therapy? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so C- this CBT, is... uh, Cock and yeah. Bulls Halter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this is that using video games as a tool for expression and relaxation and mindfulness. Uh, Mario Odyssey is a great one because apparently it's just really good for getting into a flow state. And that, coupled with mindfulness, helps people, it helps anybody, I guess, uh, just kind of be present in the ways that CBT tries to get you. Uh, I mean, they they go into a little bit more depth in the article. The headline is 
Um, not the whole story exactly. Cognitive trainings using video games might increase subjective well-being of individuals with depression. It does that while they're playing the game and for a period of time afterwards, but that period of time has a pretty significant fall off. Um, so it's not like you know an all-natural treatment for depression or anything, but it is a study that demonstrates that yes, video games can be used to you know help with depression and concert with uh, CBT or medication. So I need, I need to that's read kind of less cool about thing. video games and play them more. Is clearly I need to make them less and play them more. Is clearly <laughs> the fucking problem in my life. So right, uh, right, right, right. Well, it turns out that if you flood your brain with dopamine and serotonin, you can't be sad. God, yeah, fucking damn. No, it's exactly like that. If your brain has trouble making <laughs> serotonin, you just gotta squeeze it out. <laughs> okay, uh, next headline. And okay, I have I am so mixed minded on this. Please, gentlemen, tell me how to feel. Amazon Prime's video introducing ads in January twenty four with an ad free tier available at an extra two dollars and ninety nine cents per month. Now, look. Paying three bucks a month for, you know, streaming, con- additional three bucks a month for streaming content is nothing. Uh, long story short, Corey and I just ate at Don't Make Fun of Me because it was a joke. Outback Steakhouse the other night. We spent 75 fucking dollars Why? for a steak. Because she had gift cards and it was a running gag for like months of, oh, no, no. If you don't make your decision, we're going to Outback. So we couldn't start to eat. We're like, that's it. Did you at least have a blooming onion? Please tell me you had the blooming onion. No, we should have. Why? Come on, man. She didn't order a Foster's either. What do you make fun of that? (laughs) Shun him. Why subject yourself if you're not going to do the one thing that's worth doing? God fucking damn it. The point point being, 75 goddamn dollars. But everything is expensive. So an extra three bucks for basically unlimited streaming content is not a lot of money. But I also fucking hate advertisements for the fiery red goddamn yeah you should you should always pay out your way out of ads never 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 watch the ads which is what i do so i'm like i don't know should i be mad at this like they're jacking up the price but it's not even like a meaningful no crank i think it's fine but you be mad at it in the same way if they just raise the price three dollars uh be like i was that's a weird increase um except that as being the normal price that's a regular price but is it is it arguably a good thing that people of you know people who have tighter budgets could still save a few bucks on this? Like, is it is it a good thing that these options exist? Or options are good, right? Kinda. I mean, they're being horribly manipulated, and I I feel for yeah. them. Yeah. You know, as long as we are a consumer-oriented economy, shit like this is gonna be a thing. Like, advertisements is how you make money creating content of almost any kind yes having the ability to participate in something participate in media even with the ads that come along with it is a trade-off for paying more money directly but i don't think that that's an unfair trade-off as long as the value is still there the problem comes in when the ads start to creep and you see that with youtube that has 90 minute ads now what? Um, has a, what? What? It'll inject a fucking infomercial into your videos if you're not careful. So I, mean, uh, I leave, I leave uh, dog music videos on for my dog when I'm not home. Am I am I feeding him advertisements? Am I gonna come home and be like, Dad, not, we need to go to not, Bed Bath <laughs> and Beyond? If you're not your paying owner, for YouTube, <laughs> you've probably subjected your dog to like a 90 minute commercial. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tabo. I'm sorry. Don't judge me. <laughs> others, others are 30. Some are much less, but. 
they still let you skip the ads after 15 or 20 seconds or whatever it is. So as long as you're paying attention, if you're on that tier, you can still hit the button and continue on. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, it's uh, you know less than ideal well, being able to pay least, to at avoid least that. Is, is a yeah. choice though. It's a choice. Yeah. And so it yeah. depends on like yeah, as you say, where, where, where you where you feel you're at. Um, but I also would just rather not have a thing than have it be totally shitty. <laughs> Agreed. Mm. You know? All right, all right. Moving on. Uh, Zach, great news. I don't know if you were aware. Did you? No, I posted this link. I don't know if you were aware of this. So Star Trek Prodigy has been saved. It will go or has gone to Netflix, and season two will run on Netflix. So, uh, Trey, are you familiar with, like, the bizarre-ass thing that happened with Star Trek Prodigy? No, I'm not. Please don't okay. me. So, you know, Paramount Plus is basically built on the back of Star Trek. They had five goddamn animated shows at the same time. Well, this was the child's animated show, Star Trek Prodigy, that only, you know, Man children like Zach watched. I should watch it. I thought I hear it was it's good. pretty good. Yeah, I hear it's good. Um, <laughs> Kate Mulgrew's in it. She plays. She voices Janeway. Yeah, it's awesome. So here's the fucking crazy thing, dude. They were uh, in production of season two. Season one had already come out. They're like, okay, we're making season two. They're already making it, and then all of a sudden, a Paramount was like, uh, "Yeah, we're done with Prodigy. Not only are we done with it, but also we're pulling it off the streaming service. There is now no legal way on this planet." to watch Star Trek Prodigy. And that was like, they announced the cancellation, and a week later it was gone into the mm-hmm. ether. And it was like, was this all part of the, the fucking strike? Like, they didn't want to pay the fucking writers or something? Like, it was crazy, man. Yeah, One goddamn week later, it more, was gone from existence. More of an IP law thing. And my f- first thought is, you know, high seas, motherfuckers. Like, I hope someone recorded oh, it. I mean, yeah, absolutely. High, high plex yeah. server. But... It's just, it was nuts. It was like, wait, you own this franchise, you own this show, you own this streaming service, and it is now gone. So what that's the one fuck? of those like product owner slash bean counter decisions that sounds good on paper, and it's just totally completely insane. Well, it was also part of a broader cut. Uh, they had a lot of Star Trek in parallel pipelines, and for whatever reason, decided to cut back on what they were doing. Because, like, Discovery's last season is going to run here in another few weeks, and <laughs> Picard already wrapped up. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, Strange so, New Worlds is going to keep going, and I think that's going to be their flagship for hopefully at least another season, maybe yeah. two. So maybe longer, you're, honestly, you're telling it's me, very, very good. But <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah. Enough, fair enough, yeah. What you're telling me, though, it's like a you know medieval family with, like, 12 kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Not all of you are going to survive <laughs> the winter. No. <laughs> No, it's very much God like damn. that. Um, for what it's worth, and for what it is, Prodigy is also kind of a mismatch for the Paramount streaming platform. It is a kid's show. Yeah, They don't have a lot of that going on in the first place, and a lot of the subscriber base that they had was there for Star Trek. So at least it was adjacent to their audience, but it wasn't doing the numbers that it would have on basically any other platform. Netflix yeah. is a great home for it. Disney Plus would have Hope been a so. great home for it, except that the mouse, which is Creative Commons now. Yay! Uh, well, Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <We're getting there. laughs> uh, Prodigy would have worked well there because it's that's, that's where the audience for it is. Um, Netflix, I think, will do really well to have it, and if it gets even just one more season, I think that's going to be worthwhile. Um, it deserves it. Uh, they left it on a cliffhanger, and 
like I said, it's it is a kids show, but it's legitimately pretty good Star Trek. So yeah, but yeah. how about the fact that like it just disappears? It's not like a, you can go buy an old tape at a secondhand mm-hmm. shop, right? Yeah, yeah. And no, it had, it had no DVD release. It had no other release other than streaming. So like yeah. it was literally yep. gone. It just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And you go, well, that's weird. I don't like yep. that. I yep. can't just catch it on uh, the superstation on a uh, you know a rerun. <laughs> All right. With this? Two, two more headlines. Speaking of all of a sudden does not exist, the Coyote versus Acme movie was canceled and is being done as a another tax write off. Uh, but apparently, everything behind the scenes says like this movie was going to be fucking hilarious because it was the Coyote suing Acme for his pro- their products never working as he was trying to catch the Roadrunner, and it was so it's a live action film with like the animated Coyote in the real world. It, it again. All the articles make it sound like behind the scenes, everyone was so happy with how the movie was turning out. And then er, shelved in advance as another tax write-off, just like the fucking Batman movie or Batwoman movie. Fucking okay. lame. So tax that's lame. Yeah. I, like how, I like how brave it was sounding. It Swing sounded like a fences. cool idea. It sounded funny. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I just no. think it's li- ridiculous that like movie studios are like, cool, tax write-offs are better than even trying to ship a film. You know what's also I'm great like, what? is, is, is is stiffing your writers. Uh, yeah. These guys they care a lot about the beans, <laughs> the frauds, frauds, right? Yeah, and any of your actors who are like, going to get paid in residuals? Uh, nope, you don't. You don't get a paycheck anymore. Nope. I don't know. It's fucking nuts. None All right, last last headline, uh, gentlemen. Did you hear about the kid who finally, air quotes, beat Tetris? It did. Yes. So awesome. So someone explain this to dear listener. Explain the max so, int in the overflow. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's two things about Tetris. Uh, the first is that it is an infinite game. The simulation that it runs will go ad infinitum, and it just really gets faster. That's kind of its whole thing. Every round, every level that you beat, the whole thing speeds up. Yeah, the blocks once just you come do faster. That, yeah. <laughs> once you do that 29 times... The blocks are falling faster than the input refresh rate on an NES controller. So you can no longer hold down your D-pad to move the blocks. What you have to do at that point, really it starts at level 28. 29 is the highest that anybody had gotten to at this Zach point. Zach has done his fucking homework, Jesus. So what you have to do at this point is uh, adopt a different technique for inputting on your controller. You can do that in two ways. The first way is the one that this kid, this uh, I think he's 11-year-old in Oklahoma, uh, got to level 30. He beat level 29 by doing, uh, I forget what he called it. It had a really cool name, but basically he is uh, just hyper-tapping. He's just tapping as fast as he, as he can on the... It's like rolling uh, the controller, like just literally... That's I, the I don't even one. know, yeah. That's the other one. That's the other what he one. Was doing okay. is, yeah, Fuck. what he was doing is slightly different and honestly harder than the other technique that you can do, which takes more finesse, um, but less, like, actual, <laughs> call it hand strength. Uh, <laughs> rolling the inputs is just ha- mostly just half holding down the button and drumming on the back of the controller to tap the contacts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which so just, insane. These these insane optimizations. This that kid's you get gonna to have fucking carpal by age thing. fifteen. <laughs> so yeah, they um, the 
the original Tetris machine could only run like the the arcade machine could only run up to a certain point before it uh, basically just buffer overflowed. And you, when you hit that point, it was called a kill screen. And a lot of games did this, especially games that were infinite yeah. uh, level in, games. In, in, infinite, infinite, yeah, infinite, infinite, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you would hit a kill screen, and that would be the machine rebooted. You could say, "Yep, you beat it." Yeah, so infinite uh, loops aren't uh, actually infinite because eventually the nuclear power plant that provides power to your computer is going to run out of fuel cells, right? Like, yeah, come on, guys. Exactly. <laughs> so in the new age, where a lot of people are doing this via emulation uh, and even on original hardware for the NES, uh, it wouldn't die exactly. It would just become impossible. And so the kill screen was the designation that you give to the highest possible level that you could achieve. Uh, that was level 29 now after this kid in oklahoma it is level 30 amazing i, I thought it was higher than that I thought it was like in the 150s or something but yeah it's the, the same thing we're talking about here it's insane yep. yeah and so they had done this before with a task bot tool assisted speed run bot mm-hmm. so like if you you know literally make the inputs from a computer you can do this no human yep. had ever done it and then a fucking 13 year old did it and apparently here's the wholesome ending Apparently, not only was he excited and dancing him down, his mom came in and was like cheering and, and jumping around with him. So wholesome oh, as fuck. That's amazing. No, all you my mom ever did was uh, run the vacuum in front of the TV and unplug my <laughs> Super NES. Like, yep. Uh, yep. All yep, right, yep. gentlemen, let's do one trailer and get the fuck out of here. Coming soon to a cinema near you. In a land that no, in a land in a time. Nah, I don't think so. In a land before time. Yep. 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 <laughs> All right, let me start. Stop this audio and share my screen. All right, gentlemen, we are watching a movie from one of my favorite, favorite actors. This guy, he's got charisma, he's got action chops, and he's got a deep, I think he's originally British voice. Also, he used to be a male model and a professional swimmer. Who could I be referring to? Uh, well, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Adam Driver. Uh, incorrect. I don't know. Can you see my screen? Yes. Zach, what are we watching? Tell dear listener. The Beekeeper Pipe official restricted trailer. <laughs> Can you even tell all. who this is from the fucking blurry-ass screenshot right here? That's Jason Statham. Goddamn right. All right, let's watch this in three, two, one, play. Oh, I need to tap. Tap, damn it. Need your attention, please. Oh, God, that's so loud. There we go. A little less left. So yeah, I don't know what the fuck this is, but uh, it's Jason Statham action movie, so I thought it'd be funny. That's so cute. Your dad keeps bees. He's literally a beekeeper. Mrs. Parker and I were friends. She was like family. She was How old is your dad? He's at least beekeeping age. <laughs> no, no, your hard drive. Yes, ma'am. We got this. Yesterday she shot Someone scammed his friend. Property. Do you know what they do here? Scamming the weakest in our society? Buddy, I'm counting to three. One, two, three. There, I did it for you. Do we see why I love Jason Statham? Ah, oh, so great. No, you can't. I'm gonna burn this place to the ground. Mm. This is pretty violent, I'm not gonna lie. I mean... These people are just IT professionals. I know, they're just literally wage slaves. If, you, on, were sitting, if you were sitting there at your computer, like tip-tapping, making code, and someone like poured gasoline on you. 
<laughs> You'd be only freaked thing we out. Know is he's a beekeeper. A beekeeper? Well, that's not good. <laughs> Outside. Oh no, amazing. beekeeper is code? And the system is out of balance. Is that like the fucking White House? For these things. Until they fail, then you have me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you what? Now. You what me? My fingers, he cut them off. Oh, what the fuck, bro? Don't move. What the f Oh my god, that's violent. That's how I pull teeth. <laughs> Jesus! Those baby teeth gotta come out sooner or later. You little lasso, you know, with the the thread. Did Floss. you see the fucking video about the guy who tied it to a golf ball? A tied a tooth to a golf ball and then yeah, it comes right out. Jesus all you, all Christ. takes is a, a few foot pounds of force. It's not that hard. You are a problem. Goddamn right, I'm a problem. Oh. My wife be like, hey, uh, our daughter's teeth are loose. Can you handle that? I'm like, I was born for it. Oh, so he hates the feds too. I know, now he's fighting the FBI? Jesus. When did this get all I political mean, shit? You know. They're pretty shitty. Now, if it was the ATF, I'd be like, Roo, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's flammable as fuck. Who knew? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh my god. I kind of want to see it. I I kind of do too. It looks like a uh, Punisher oh, fuck. three percenter militia fantasy like me violence uh, fantasy, but yeah. I'm all about it. It's just it looks fun. I haven't seen Jason Statham in a movie in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out of here doing Expendables kind of things at this point. I'm happy with that. Yeah, he got his yep. own Expendables movie. How weird is that? So weird. Well, you know. Uh, I don't know, it's like a John Wick almost, right? There's a reason. Yeah. Let's see. All you need is like one little reason, like my dog, and now now we're doing this thing and we're going because we're the kind of person that was always able they, to They hurt his they hurt his bees. Oh that's actually not true. They hurt his friends, so I mean yeah. Bees. Yeah, he was in Fast <laughs> and the Furious for a while. He was in Meg Two, the trench and the Meg. <laughs> yep. Uh just don't fuck with the hive, man. Mechanic Resurrection. See. I feel like he used to do really good movies. But in, the, in this metaphor, is he like the queen? Well, he was a transporter, <laughs> I think. Get away uh, from her, you bitch! He was. God, uh, I watched the 4K then. Yeah, you, you didn't. He didn't he originally get his start in. Uh, uh, gosh, what was it? Lock, Lock stock, stock, or? And stock, two smoking yeah, barrels. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. And snatch. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, he's great. Guy uh, the transporter, yep. an Italian job. Yeah, he was just like some footballer guy. Yeah. What was the? Uh, he's in like three of like the not high voltage. What the fuck are those movies? Uh, you know I'm talking about transporter, transporter, death race, um, Fast and Furious. No, like Expendables. there's like no like that like not high voltage movies, but there's there's three of like adrenaline. Crank. Oh. Crank, crank, that's crank. The one. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. speed. It's, it's like it's like the you know speed, right? Keanu Reeves yeah. speed. Yeah. Only instead yeah, of a yeah, bus, yeah. it's like your heart rate. So you can't, you can't. I think it was called the bus that couldn't slow down. You just have to keep your heart really high by keeping yourself uh, uh, excited. Now, my thought would have been like, I mean, a little bit of modafinil would have done this without killing people. <laughs> 
You don't actually have to like jump bungee jump and parachute whatever. Like you could just take pharmaceuticals to All achieve right. the result. <laughs> All right, Trey, you're the uh, you're the special guest. What, what music are we going out on? Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, you should put me on the spot like that, Tom. I do what I can. But I have something for you. Give me a quick moment. Uh, See, here's the thing: if you're silent, we, I'll just uh, turn no. the silence out. No, 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 nope, 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 nope. I got it. Uh, <laughs> All right. You, so you the, the song the, the song is "Playing God" by Polyphilia. Found it. All right, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. We'll be back. Well, Zach, we'll be back next week. As far as I know. All right, and we'll see if Ruli can finally fucking join us again. All right, dear listener, thank you so much for joining. Yeah, God, I gotta get better at this. Dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that any and all views or opinions expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them, not of their friends, family, co-hosts, or co-workers, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality. All right, Trey, I'm playing your fucking song. Polyphilia, playing God. Gentlemen, thanks again. Thanks for uh, recapping 2023. Maybe we'll, we'll go over what we're looking forward to in 24, if anything. Certainly not November. I'm not looking forward to fucking November. No, but, but thanks thanks for having me yeah Trey thanks for joining man thanks for uh, especially last minute we always appreciate it ah, anytime anytime alrighty y'all until next time QQ I like that you got the QQ right before the drop mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like outros outros who is this by again polyphilia playing god no it's like a uh uh, speed battle, but done uh, just for the art. <laughs> they yeah. are more talented than I will ever be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my first thought, my very first <laughs> thought. Uh, so, so recommended this. I was like, oh, oh, this is really good. Way better than I could ever aspire to, even in any field. <laughs> oh, the video, uh, the video is worth watching too. It's it's it's, it's fantastic. And this is a uh, playing God. I feel like. I have heard that like, guitar style. IRL this specific. IRL this is my fight music. <laughs> and then we have a little jazz interlude. <laughs> trying to find who's in the band. It's all studio nerds. You'll never know them. Like it's all just like these people. Well, that that's are... the thing is, I think I've heard <laughs> one of these riffs before out of context, and I'm trying to figure out if it's somebody that I already follow or not. Man, so uh, one thing I didn't mention about uh, uh, Hell at Loose is so this, you know, this game is all super. Oh, oh my god, or- Origin, Plano, Texas. Zach, you should fucking. Oh, know oh shit. Tim, really? Tim Henson. Tim yes, Henson, I yeah. do follow him. No way. Completely independently. Going. I didn't know that he was okay. in a band. I just thought he did riffs on seven TikTok. Degrees I'm just of, like, uh, oh god. Kevin Bacon happened in here. It's incredible. No, so one of the worst things that could happen to Hell at Loose is that it went on Game Pass two days ago or last oh, really? uh, yesterday. Yeah, uh, it turns out that like throwing uh, a Netflix subscription level, like, hey, just watch this thing or play this thing to a bunch of people who have no idea what they're going to get into, is a terrible idea. We've been just farming them like cattle. I mean, literally like <laughs> cattle. It's terrible. There's been threads on Reddit. They're all like, yep, I played for an hour and I never saw anybody and died 150 times. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I expect to happen to you. <laughs> oh, so good. At one point, I set up with a machine gun, and you know, well, I thought it was an okay place, and I ran out of bullets. Like, I had people bringing me bullets, and they ran out of bullets to bring me. And I'm just like, I've killed so many people. Like, what are they doing? <laughs>
And because it's all your Xbox Live folks. Just, you know. Oh, that looks fun. Let me try that. I was like, why'd you bring me the harvest like that, guys? <laughs> I just got bored. Everybody out.